Welcome back in Brady Farkas show right here on WDEV AM and FM and WDEV radio.com Patriots win last night. First place in the AFC East first place right now in the AFC playoff picture, breaking it all down with us is our guy, the voice of the Patriots back safely from the wind tunnel known as center as a Western New York, rather our guy, Bob. So Bob, I'm going to be up front with you. I just spent the last segment talking about this. It's 20 hours later. And I'm still not quite sure what I watched last night. Do you have a handle on it? <laughs> well, Brady, it reminded me of a lot of what I watched for 16 years calling the Naval Academy, yeah. particularly when Navy was adept at running the triple option, first under Paul Johnson and then Kenny Niamatololo. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're dominating Army-Navy games, unlike in recent years, unfortunately. Uh, but, uh, you know, when I look back at any number of games that I call through the years, you would see these... 300-yard rushing performances by the midshipmen with, in some cases, zero pass attempts. So it's, again, not unprecedented for me to call games uh, with that kind of a box score. And uh, last night was not a work of art for some, but for me it was beautiful. Uh, The weather conditions certainly had a huge impact, as we expected them to have going in. The forecasters in Buffalo – uh, you know, we're right on the money in terms of what they were projecting for the game. Uh, the the wind was sustained well in excess of 20 miles per hour. The gusts were up to 50 at one point uh, before the game. And, and I think, you know, in, in the neighborhood of 40 to 50 miles an hour, certainly uh, during the game. It had an impact on the way the coaches approached it, particularly the way Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, as we know, based on what we watched. And I think that, you know, Bill, whether it's against the Falcons or the Bills last night, he has coached these games with a sense of his team being in control. And we heard Mike Vrabel say that about the Falcons game when he was watching the Patriots in that Thursday night encounter. He said, you know, I kind of felt like, you know, the way they were approaching that game, like they knew they had it under control. And granted, Buffalo drove down twice deep in Patriot territory late in the game, and the Pats needed that last fourth down play by Miles Bryant with the all-out pass rush on Josh Allen. But I really believe that Belichick and the Patriots managed the game according to the conditions, but as well, you know, their confidence, and I don't want to say comfort level, but their confidence and sense that they were in control of that game last night. It was it was unfolding the way they wanted it, the way they expected it to. And therefore, they stuck with that plan, and there was no reason to change it. Had the Bills gone ahead, well, the Patriots would have had to come out throwing on their last possession. So you don't think last night's game plan or the way the game unfolded was any reflection in a lack of trust in Mac Jones in those kind of conditions? Well, you know, those conditions were unforgiving for – most quarterbacks, they affected Josh Allen too. I mean, with even with his great arm, I mean, we saw a couple of balls sail on him, including the back shoulder throw to Stefan Diggs. Yeah. And, you know, in some cases, it it, it might have been you know, a, a, you know, him overcompensating. But he, I watched him in warmups, and he had to adjust to the conditions as well. I just think that you know, from the Patriots' standpoint, they went in and they were committed to running the ball. All night long. And also, you know, that first toss play to Damon Harris on the first third down attempt by the Patriots, it was clear that the the players were having trouble in warm-ups. And I mentioned this on the air uh, about watching guys trying to catch punts and catch balls in warm-ups. Guys were having a difficult time on both sides with the conditions. And I think that was a big factor in, in the approach. Lack of trust in Mac Jones. I think if the Patriots felt like they needed to throw the ball, 
like I said, had the Bills gone in front, they would have had no choice. And and I don't think that this is a an indictment of Mac Jones the way some, uh, I, I, as I, as I've read on social media, are, are portraying it. it. Was you know we don't have a body of evidence of Jones and in inclement conditions. He's never experienced anything like last night. So did they err on the side of caution at times with the play calling on third down? Perhaps did they try to protect him? Of course they've, they've done that all season long. He's a rookie quarterback. And, and I think that's the way you really have to handle a rookie quarterback. Now put him in situations where he's likely to make mistakes, but let's not forget that Matt Jones at the line of scrimmage, got everything runs through him and on running plays too. And I know this is, you know, for a lot of people, they may not think it's the same, and maybe it's not necessarily apples to apples. But he's making the run checks at the line. He's trying to find the soft spot, the spots, the bubbles in that Buffalo line. How many times, go back and watch the tape, where Mac Jones is at the line of scrimmage and resets the protections. Yeah, a lot for an alert. With you know, Those are things, that's the quarterback in control. Now, you watch other quarterbacks with a lot more experience, and you won't see that. Again, the way the Patriots' offense is, it runs through the quarterback, whether he's dropping back to throw or he's handing it off. So I think, you know, to me, they had to have confidence in Mac Jones to, to start him in week one. They had confidence in him to come out and throw against Tampa Bay in that game and Dallas in that game and try to match Brady and Prescott pass for pass in those two contests. And I think if the, when they play the Bills again, if the conditions are different, which they should be, I think Mac Jones will throw and they'll unveil their passing attack. Bob Sosi, voice of the Patriots, with us here as he is every Tuesday on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. You know, you mentioned the Patriots trying to protect Mac Jones on the field. What about the protection of him off the field? The 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 Mannings revealed that the Patriots denied their request to interview Mac Jones for yesterday's Manning cast. You know, he speaks to ESPN. He speaks to CBS and Fox on a regular basis. I think he's probably contractually obligated to do that. Why do you think the Patriots denied him to speak with the Mannings? I don't know. You know, and I don't know if what, you know, what the conversations were like. I know uh, Peyton Manning mentioned the name of Stacy, so I presume that Stacy James, the Patriots yeah. vice president of media relations, maybe it was the timing of it all. You know, you know, I, I will say this. I think that uh, it, 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 people should be careful. I think Mac has a relationship, or at least has some experience with the Mannings. So I don't think that, uh, you know, it was a case of specifically – Peyton Manning not wanting to talk to him. I think the Patriots, look, they're like that with rookies in general. I mean, it's it's not unprecedented uh, for Patriots rookies to have less exposure to the media than Mac Jones. Now, he is the quarterback. He is, you know, the guy that, you know, will be, if he's not already, the quote-unquote playing face of the franchise yeah. uh, as that, 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 that position demands him to be. And there are contractual obligations. There are league obligations and mandates that uh, affect starting quarterbacks and their commitments to the media. But I, I, I don't know the particulars. I heard about it after the game, so I'm really not in a position to comment on it. I just know the Patriots, have, like they have a guarded approach with all the young players. And, and you will hear it in the voices of young players and in their answers when when they respond to questions, particularly those that you know are, are guys who made the team as undrafted free agents or as later round draft picks, and, and maybe not don't have the security of higher draft choices, you know, they don't want to say the wrong thing. The Patriots have their way of doing things, and I and you know again, I think it's just it's it's managing the outside expectations and the potential distractions for that player. What did you make of the Bills' 
post-game reactions to media comments, whether it be Sean McDermott or the safeties, Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. What did you make of uh, Michael Holly on NBC Sports Boston said that the Bills were in denial last night. What did you make of their reactions? Well, I think the Bills have been in an interesting spot. I said this uh, the other day, or at least I wrote it in, 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 in conversations before I went on the air with Felger and Mazin, our flagship here in Boston, 98.5 The Sports Hub, that I think it was, a, it was an important game for Bill Belichick and Mac Jones, but it was a really important game for Sean McDermott and Josh Allen. You know, the Bills swept the Patriots last year. The Bills finally got that, you know, took care of uh, that albatross of defeating the Patriots in both games and winning the division. First time since 1999, they had swept New England. First time since 1999, they had won the division. But they, they beat a Patriots team that was a shell of what they were and certainly nothing close to what they are. And McDermott was, you know, after the the first game last year when the Bills beat the Patriots in week eight, I thought he he, he was so ebullient after that game. I, I really wondered about his reaction to it and the, the kind of emotion and importance he placed on that game. And he, look, he's, he's, a, he's a hot-tempered coach on the side. He's done a terrific job. Please don't misconstrue what I'm about to say because I think yeah. I, have, I have a lot of respect for what he's done in Buffalo. They've gone to the playoffs through the last four years. They're bound for the postseason right now once again. He's changed the culture there, and he's done, he's done a lot of great things. But there have been times over the last few years where I think his emotions have gotten the better of him, whether on replay challenges, whether he's lost composure pregame. I remember, remember a couple of years ago he went over to a couple of the Patriots assistant coaches or members of their staff before the game and had an issue with where they were watching warm-ups. You know, the kind of thing that a head coach I mean, shouldn't even get himself involved in. And, and, and McDermott has, has had this tendency to lose his composure going up against the Patriots in particular. So I think, you know, when going into his post-game press conference, I think, you know, already the Patriots and Belichick were in his head and, you know, collectively in the Bills' heads. And I think that what we saw with McDermott in particular, you know, I, I have a huge problem with a, a couple of different things, particularly when he says, you know, and, 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 you know, he was asked a question specific to Belichick, so you have to take it into context when he said this is not about Bill Belichick. Let's not give him too much credit on this one or too much respect, whatever he said. Uh, but he followed up by, I like my chances. Well, to me as a coach, isn't it supposed to be we and our, I and my? You know, and, and I and I that, that may be a, a nitpick, but I have a feeling, you know, some of the Buffalo players might notice that. They certainly, one of them certainly noticed when McDermott was asked about his return men because they had both their primary kick returners inactive for the game. And he said he wanted somebody back there he could trust. And Isaiah McKenzie responded on Twitter, damn. Uh, so to me, I think, you know, McDermott lost his composure during the game. And as Matthew Fairbairn uh, of the uh, Athletic, I think, wrote, he kind of be became unglued in the post game, and, and I think this Buffalo team is, you know, going back to the offseason, Brady, with the, you know, a lot of the, the, the comments that were made by Cole Beasley initially, but then some of his teammates, they were going back and forth arguing with one another on social media. And, you know, they've been uh, labeled by some in, in the Buffalo area as being somewhat soft. So there's a sensitivity there. They got manhandled by Tennessee, more so by Indianapolis. Last night in a game when they knew the Patriots were going to come in, everybody knew the game plan for the Patriots. And the Bills still got pushed around defensively. And now they got to play Tampa Bay in a short week.